Powered by Tidal Health and produced by me, Tony Weig, with expertise from Dr. Chris Snyder. We present Dr. Taboo. Luckily, luck- sorry to cut you off, but you're good. luckily we have ways to help those people and way to get around them. We do. Very difficult addiction. It's uh, uh, more than uh, more than uh, not a uh, fatal addiction, too. Yeah. All right. Same doctor, same intro, different topic. Today's topic is Narcan and opiate addiction. It is a very tough topic. It is a rather gruesome topic for the life of the people around the people with the addiction. And it's really not pretty. We have Dr. Taboo in three, two, one. Now, and it's, uh, you know, again, um, having four children, I've, I've seen at least five of their friends succumb to heroin overdoses. Um, this generation, it's very available. And, um, um, you know, it's, I, I prescribe narcotics every day. Narcotics were developed for pain management. Uh, in the old days, it started with early morphine and um, has modified that to great drugs that we use every day, like fentanyl and um, uh, Dilaudid for severe pain management. Um, and when I talk severe pain management, I talk you know, massive broken bones, massive burns, uh, chronic pain from from uh, cancer. Um, th- those are the things that I've been trained to utilize uh, opiates from. Um, and I never realized 30 years ago when I started medicine that I'd be getting into so many challenges where it's being used recreationally. Um, so it was not like that 30 years ago. Uh, so let's talk about how we got here. Let's talk about sort of some of the signs that parents and friends can look for. Because I think that we can best tackle this topic. Let's carry this on from um, from the support role perspective like we have. Okay. And that means, you know, what are we looking for when you're looking? Like, what do you see when you see somebody come in with this sort of addiction? What are we looking for? Yeah, usually when we see them, they're, they're either withdrawing from it or they've completely come in uh, overdosed on it. Um, so it's a matter of people present to us unresponsive in most cases. Um, and then we're, uh, we're supplementing them with Narcan to, to resuscitate them, um, or supporting them with ventilatory support. Uh, um, there are, you know, again, with, with the legal form of opiates, um, you know, in, in our practice, um, it is something that is appropriately used. Um, but again, it's controlled because of the dangers of it. So um, when I see it utilized outside of that recreationally, it uh, kind of blows my mind. I think, you know, the the heroin addicts I've talked to and asked, why do you do this? Um, Typically they're trying to reach that point of no return and come back. Uh, And there is something erotic about that, that they're achieving. And it's, it's kind of a bizarre behavior. Um, And it's very difficult to reverse to probably the most difficult addiction on earth. So what can we do? What is there in the future for us? Do you see opiates going away? Do you see a different style of handling pain? Yeah, it's it's challenging. And, and you know, this is probably one of the more common causes of death in kids under 18 now. Um, that's the population that's getting hit with it, especially with fentanyl that's running through the country right now. Um, we see uh, spurts of fentanyl coming through here. Uh, fentanyl, by the way, is different than, than, uh, you know, heroin. Heroin has a ability to be reversed. Um, whereas fentanyl is, is bound very tightly to the cells that you can't absorb oxygen. So you basically suffocate, um, um, while you're, uh, uh, incoherent. So it's, it's a difficult drug because you need a little bit of fentanyl in the, 
and you can have it in a lot of heroin or even on cannabis that you buy on the street, um, and you don't even know you're getting it. So um, it's it's very dangerous because it's small, uh, it's inconspicuous, uh, and it's lethal very rapidly. So, so the people who are not addicted to opiates yet are the ones that you can actually talk to because they're, they've not gone over the edge. What's the best sort of advice you can give to somebody besides don't take opiates to sort of hammered into their heads that this is bad. Like, how do we reach these people? Yeah, it's difficult. Uh, that's a million-dollar question. Don't know if I have an answer for it. Um, I can tell you this right now. Family support's probably the only thing that people get that helps them survive. Um, without family support, loved ones really have to be very strong to reverse somebody who's addicted to heroin. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it, it just blows my mind how much investment families put into this and still have challenges. So, um um, you know, I see it personally, professionally, um, and uh, it, it's very difficult. So what is Narcan? What can? What is that miracle that, that does seem to resuscitate some people? Yeah, it's not a new drug. Naloxone is something we've used for years. Um, it, it, it was designed, I believe, back in the early 2000s. But it's basically a, an IV or an IM drug that, that uh, reverses the, the bearing. So basically opiates, like I said, they'll, they'll attach and they'll block your ability to, to breathe. Um, and shut down your ability. Yeah, so it basically stops you from breathing. Um, and then it makes you incoherent, you pass out. Um, the naloxone um, unbinds that opiate at the cellular level um, very rapidly, and it allows you to come off. Now, I've had patients use so much heroin that we've had to put them on a naloxone drip overnight or a couple days worth um, because they, they had so much heroin on board, it was continually binding their cells. So um, so there, there's a lot of ways it's used. Thank God it's out there and available for folks to use. Um, the challenges, though, is that it's being used recreationally, too. So reverse. Narcan is used recreationally. Yeah, so they'll do the what? opiates, and then their friends will Narcan them. They'll bring them back, and then they'll go back and then use opiates back. back and forth. So they get a yo-yo effect. And, again, I, I'm not sure I understand the the, the, uh, the erotic event that occurs there, but uh, it uh, I guess it's reported, so. Basically, stay away from opiates as much as you possibly can. Take only what's prescribed. And when you're done with those, throw them away. Yeah, and if I can tell you, you know, at Peninsula, we've done a really strong uh, effort on reducing opiates at discharge. So if patients go home, for example, Total Knee and Orthopedic uh, Group, um, they do a great job preoperatively educating folks that, you know, we're only going to send you home on a day of this. Um, and, you know, really we're using Tylenol, actually, believe it or not, as a pain reliever. It actually has as much efficacy in certain things um, as, as the opiates do with less risk. So, so we And have we all, also know that the placebo effect works. Oh, absolutely. There's no question on that. Yeah, and, you know, preparing yourself for pain from an operative procedure is, is really very important um, because it's going to hurt. Yep. Um, but the fact that you know it's going to hurt and you have the tolerance, and then we use alternative methods for pain management. That's good to hear. I'm glad that there's been a sort of turn down from a system perspective. Absolutely. That is beautiful. Okay. Tough topic again. We like to tackle the tough topics here on Dr. Taboo. Hey, we do. And I appreciate you being here, man. If you've got an idea for a great Dr. Taboo show, please shoot us an email. Please use drtaboo at titlehealth.org. And if it's yucky enough, we'll be talking about it in a future episode. Thanks again. No matter the health topic, if it makes you squirm, Dr. Snyder has likely treated it. Listen in each week as he and I tackle a new yucky topic, one that you are probably too embarrassed to ask your own doctor about. 